Welcome to the Wealth Edit Podcast, a place where talking about finances is only polite. We talk to women and hear the stories behind how they have built their beautiful lives, whether that be inside or outside the home. I'm Emily Laster, and on this show, Lauren and I interview Michelle McRae, ship shopper extraordinaire. Michelle discusses her experience as a ship shopper, some insider tips for using a grocery delivery service, and most importantly, how our shared experiences as women transcend race or class. All right, guys. Um, today, I, I, have, I don't honestly don't think I've ever been more excited about a wealth that it is. Today, we have our favorite friend Michelle here, who is um, ship shopper extraordinaire. And when I first signed up for ship, somebody actually gave me ship as a gift for a year, and um, didn't really know why I needed it, but I started using it, and Michelle started delivering my groceries. <laughs> And has now become a friend and a confidant and um, a great, she has great insight into life. (laughs) And so as Lauren and I have been talking about Wealth Edit Wednesday and different people we wanted to feature, my mind sort of went to like, what have been some of the best conversations I've had this year? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, do you know, like, as you kind of think back and I had one particular conversation with Michelle that has proven to be extremely relevant to what's going on in our nation right now. But first, before we get there, I wanted to sort of give Michelle an opportunity to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about what she does. Okay, I'm Michelle. I work for SHIP. I've been working for SHIP five years. Um, I don't really do nothing. (laughs) I I just come in and I treat everybody the way I want to be treated. You know what I mean? I don't when I come into your home or Nancy's home, I, I just come in like I live there. And for some reason, y'all find that phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> we did. So why do you think that is? Um, I learned as women, we basically go through the same things and we carry the weight of the world. You know what I mean? And sometimes when you come in, you need to come in and say, hey, we're different colors, but we the same people. You know what I'm saying? We basically, we're going through the same thing we have. We basically dealing with children, husbands, cats, dogs, neighbors, jobs. We, we're dealing with the same thing. So I don't come in like your day or my day is no better than yours. I just mm-hmm. come in like I love you because I don't have no reason but to love you when I first meet you. I don't I don't base you off what I see at that mm-hmm. moment because I might be having a bad day, you might be having a bad day, and sometimes first impressions are wrong. Mm-hmm. You have to let somebody open up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. feel the vibe. Yeah. I'm with you. I remember the first time that you came in my house and I loved it because I think that people you know, we set with each other. It doesn't matter, like you said, black or white or whatever color, like we set these boundaries and these expectations on each other. And a lot of times, specifically with women in the Southeast, we're so formal or proper, or like there are these unspoken rules that, um, 
really hinder intimacy with other people and mm -hmm. natural relationships from developing. And the first time I met Michelle, I was baking cookies from Trader Joe's. I was cheating on Shipped. I'm sorry, Shipped. You got to get that relationship with Trader Joe's. But um, anyway, she's like, I said, Michelle, do you want a cookie? And you were like, yeah. And we just stayed and visited for 15 minutes. And it was so fun because I think, you know, what normal like interactions in the Southeast were like, oh, no, 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 I can't. Oh, right. no, and you remember that there, why, why every house I come to, y'all got these doggone fish in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> I told y'all that was okay. You said, um, it's my kids. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Because then I realized that like most people I know do have a fish in their kitchen. And it's a really great question. Like, I don't know why we do that. That is so funny. Yeah, right. Well, I remember when you came into my house, you asked me why I always have all my lights on. She asked me, I was scared of the dark. <laughs> I, said, I said, who you hiding from in the daytime? I mean, what are you, what you afraid of in the daytime? She's like, I just need to see. The sun is shining. What do you want to do? My mother told me it was polite to have the lamps on. Really? Mm -hmm. Especially just as it approaches dusk, you need to go around the house and turn on all your money. Okay, and what does what <laughs> and what does that? It makes it have a more welcoming home. <laughs> See, these are these I thought they didn't teach me that, but Pretty maybe sure. she should have. Okay. I didn't learn that. And then when you go into her house, it is like homes and garden times ten. It okay? really is. Okay. I want to live there. I want to okay. live. There. I, hey, you go in there. It's a diffuser in every room. You're going to get a fresh fragrance in every room that you're walking in. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a light on in every room. And I'm like, hey, this is like a culture shock. Because, you know, when I was growing up, it was like, turn it, if you ain't in that room, turn the light off. Okay. What, what, you, what you need to see. It, it, ain't nobody in that room. The lights don't need, the room don't need to see itself. That's how I do it. But when you go to her house, it's like, turn the light on. Welcome, you know what I'm saying? Just come on in and, and feel like you're at home. So, hey, I go home and I turn the light on. I'm like, hey, Emily, do it. We can do it too. <laughs> Meanwhile, in my house, my husband's we like, we're influencing each other. So, where did you grow up? I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, but I'm, I'm a country girl. I was I was born in Alexander City. Like, I'm, oh. I'm I played with light bulbs. I, I, I watched hogs get slaughtered. You know, I, I did all that stuff. Like, but I grew up in Birmingham, but I grew up in West End. And I don't know if you're familiar with that West End is the area. But when I was growing up, it was like, I came from a good background. I, you know, I'm the only child. Don't let that fool you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only child, but I came up like, my daddy was a, a life teacher. Like, yeah. you, which, the bed you make is what you're going to lay in, okay? Mm -hmm. Just because you're the only child and just because you're a girl don't mean that you're going to get everything handed to you. You need to go out there and work for it. Hey, I'm your daddy. I'm going to be there when you need me, but not because you want me. Mm -hmm. So when I first started SHIP, it was, uh, I worked three jobs for 15 years before I started SHIP, raising my boys, which I raised on my own. And um, the, the thing was, Oh, that job don't sound too real. You you going over there to Mount Brook and it's like they not gonna accept you. And and I was like, 
let me just try. You know, let me just try. So I tried shift out for two years and, and I still worked. But at that time, I worked four jobs mm-hmm. for, for two years. So I was like, oh, let me just try shift. So along the way, I started meeting you guys and I started just looking and being like, hey, this is motivational. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is a different world. This is a, I see these women taking care of households. I mean, beautiful homes. I see these women. In, in my culture, black women, we don't cut no grass. Y'all get out here, y'all cut grass. <laughs> y'all do everything. And in my mind, because I didn't know that, I thought it was not, it, it just was not being done. Yeah. So you women motivated me in more ways than you think you did. Because it was like, oh, I can, I can do this too. Like, I can, I can do this by myself. And, and then you also taught me to be more of a woman. Do you understand what I'm saying? You taught me that you can have a husband and you can have a life and, and everything can just coincide. And then you have my girl right here that also taught me that, hey, you can do this without a man. Yeah. And you can, you can still be okay michelle you know what i'm saying when it come it come but if it don't come still be happy with who you are so i just i just you know what i love y'all way more than you you love me (laughs) i admire you guys so much like some days i don't want to get up and come to work but then when your order flashed across my phone i'm like let me go see what she doing today you know (laughs) let me let me see how she feeling today because we don't we have our days when we just don't feel good you know and we have our days when you just want somebody to say hey you are you okay because you know running a household people tend to think that's your main priority and they never look and say you okay you know you all right today and men don't understand it you know they from mars they from another world (laughs) so when you say you're not okay to your husband or your kids it's like oh oh, she complaining you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it's, it's just, you guys mean the world to me. Like, I have, when, when we, we, we talk about each other while we shopping, we, we, we talk about y'all too, okay? Oh, like in, amongst ship shoppers? Mm-hmm. So like look. about so what? Like reputations? Mm-hmm. You do. You have <laughs> reputations, okay? <laughs> so, listen. When they be talking and, and, and talking, I be trying to include myself because you guys, I, it's amazing how I can, you see my name, it's like, Michelle, we gone, go in the house, go in the refrigerator, feed the dog, sit down, no, you tired, <laughs> lay in the bed if you want to, we don't care, we ain't there, okay? And, and that right there is an accomplishment for me, just to have people that love you that much. So when we talk and we, we, we talk about how somebody doing their day, they be like, well, she wanted me to put it on the porch. I'd be like, yeah, I understand. You know. <laughs> so you're taking up for it? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I understand. They do me like that sometimes too. But in my mind, I'm saying, you must have pissed her off. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, but I, I admire you guys just as much as you admire me. I, I really do. You are some phenomenal women. And it just it just makes me want to push hard. It makes me want to get up every day. And, you know, so don't never think nobody looking at you because I see you. 
Oh, well, Michelle, I have to say, like, one of my favorite things about you, and there's so many, is that one, you're easy to know, but two, you just seem to fully live into who you are as a person. And honestly, a lot of women really struggle to do that. And I think you're tuned into that. Tell us no, about I'm that. Not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Up under these lashes and this hair, sometimes I wake up and I'm, I'm a part of mess, okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes I wake up and it's like a new day, a new something, uh, it's, it's something new, it's, it's, it's problems, it's, I go through the same thing you go through, I don't, I don't have it together, I don't have it together, but the, the one thing I have is, I'm God's child, he gonna always take care of me, and he always turns in my favor, mm -hmm. I, I never, I never doubt who I am when it comes to my Christianity, or my religion, and I just know that if it's meant for me, he's going to give it to me, but I have to work for it also, Mm -hmm. So I'm not together. Uh, it's days I go home and I get up under the cover and be like, you know what? I'm sick. Of, I'm over this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like you. But I just wake up and realize, hey, I got another day. I got a new beginning. What am I going to do with myself today? Mm -hmm. And that's such wise words, especially as we're going through COVID and every day feels a little bit like Groundhog Day and, you know, everybody's out of sorts and it's just such a good reminder. Lauren and it's hard to find joy. It really is. I mean, and yeah. then you have these children and you're second guessing all your decisions. I mean, it's just a mess right now for sure. It's, it's, it's a mess, but as, as women, as families, as Americans, as at this time, it's not about, we have so many color issues going on. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about coming in at a 10. Uh, okay, you go. Okay, so, this is, okay, so we're going to segue into like one of the most helpful conversations I've ever had on race relations ever. And the way that it happened was really interesting because it was just from Michelle coming into my house and being her and asking us what we had going on. My daughter Mary Jane plays basketball and was on a travel team and was one of two <laughs> white girls on the whole entire team. And so Michelle so wisely asked me how it's going. And I was like, oh, she loves it. It's great. You know, basketball. And she's like, no, how's it going with you and the team? And I was like, well, actually, not so hot. Yeah. Those, I, I, we really wanted to connect with the parents of the other players. And my daughter wanted nothing more than to, for us all to go out to dinner together. But yet we never got the invite. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I was trying really hard to like organize something. So Michelle, where do you, she's where, laughing at She goes, I know what you're doing wrong. So okay. <laughs> this, this is, this is the thing. We, I'm not going to say we, because I had to learn how. Well, I'm going to say we, because it's we. We is, we is African-American black women. Okay. We are nonchalant very very nonchalant like you would look at us and think nothing fazed us but in the inside we are breaking down because we were taught to be no matter what's happening to you this is how you look a certain way you carry yourself a certain way okay so we can be paying something attention and you would never even know it but we've already analyzed the situation in our head what's gonna go on and how it's gonna go well the different culture on, on y'all side of the culture, okay? 
you guys are upbeat you you caring you you share everything and we're we're just not used to that we're, we're it's just it's just like a, a competition for real. So I told her, I said, hey, when you go in there, what, what is you what you doing? You walk in there, you're super excited, you you like, hey, you know, and everybody looking at you like, like what is I mean, what's she so happy about? You know what I mean? I said, when you go in there, you come down, you on a 10, you coming in at a 10. And everybody attitude is not on a 10 when you first meet them. Okay? I need you to come down to a five. She said, what is the five? I said, when you go in there, you take your book, you, you know, like you're going to read. You walk in the door, you say, hey, I'm going to your other side. Go to your side. Go to your side. And like you don't see nobody, you're going to be absolutely fine. Oh, she went in there, she said, I came back the next week. She said, Michelle, let me tell you something. When I act like that, everybody's like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? She was like, I was like, yeah, I'm the girl. <laughs> she gave me very specific instructions and I followed them to a T. And by the time, actually, the time that I was actually at a game and I had Michelle was shopping and she I said, you are never going to believe this. All the parents are sitting around me and we're talking <laughs> and I was so excited but you know it was such wise words because you were not afraid to go there with me right. and discuss <laughs> the cultural differences and then just for me it was so enlightening to realize how I was being perceived right from the that your culture how it was perceiving what I was saying and then also another thing I thought that you said it was really important was that oftentimes African-American women don't trust our intentions. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And it might not that as much as you hate it to be the case, just given what's happened in the past, mm -hmm. it's a real thing. And that like, it's, a real it's also a way for us to be respectful of that past to not expect immediate, you know what I mean? Like, you, you 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 can be you can be respectful of it, but you don't have to buy down to it. Do mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Um, how we how we were raised. I I don't see color until you make me. Okay, my my mom was my granddaddy was a white man. You wouldn't believe me, but he he was he was a white man with blue eyes. He really was. So I don't see color until you make me. So. I have kind of a like an imbalance with my own culture because it's like people people be like, well, you should feel, and I'm like, everybody's not like that. Right. I'm, 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 I'm just a firm believer that everybody is not like that. You know, you're going to run into a, a couple of, you know, whatnots. Mm -hmm. You're going to run into those, but I'm not going to, I'm going to judge each person off what I go through with them. And if I haven't been through that with them, I'm not going to put them in that category. So I raise my boys to not see color. I don't see color until you make me. You know what I mean? So it's to me, you guys go through the same thing I go through. Black, white, yellow, green. We have the same exact problems. And that is where my compassion comes in. Because I'm like, she a woman too, okay? 
you know, she she having her monthly thing too, you know. Her kids running around here too, okay? Her son don't want to go to school this morning too. She had to get up and run a whole household and her husband laying down, yeah, too, you know. So that 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 right is where my compassion comes in. My compassion doesn't come from I wasn't no slave, okay? Uh-uh. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I feel sorry for the people that went through it, and I'm grateful for them going through that. But I'm not gonna harbor that in my heart because that didn't happen to me. You know what I mean? That that didn't that didn't happen to me, and I don't I don't see that. So everybody is just at this day and time. I just wish everybody come together. We find a solution for whatever going on, and and we'll fix it. We just gonna have to fix it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, because I think, you know, while while we all have our backgrounds, like maybe the way we maybe the way we look doesn't say very much about where we're where we've come from, where we are. Um, it's hard though, because there's a lot in social media and the media that tells us. I mean, I know most most people I know that are that very much want everything to be right in the world and everyone to to be very equal um mm-hmm. there's a lot of kind of deer in headlights going on right now because we're just so scared to say the wrong thing um mm-hmm. and those of us who are you know fairly brave are still willing to stick our neck out there but it's hard because it might you know like it doesn't feel good when you misfire you know, but you know what? that's i think the breakdown is not racism i think the breakdown is communication mm-hmm we don't want to talk about what what we don't want to talk to each other we don't want to try to understand each other we don't want to we just want to look at one bad apple and say oh all of them like that no it's not no it's not it's just one person that was misguided or they might even had an encounter with another black person that was misguided you know what i mean we don't we don't know the background we don't know what that person went through so my thing is Anything that I go through with you guys, it is not meant to hurt me. It's a, it's a lesson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somehow, someway, it's like, when I leave your house, it's like, what could I have done to help her? Like, you know, what, what, could I, what could I do? And I just look at you guys, and not just you, your husbands, your kids, you guys have so much respect for me to the point like, how can I mistreat you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, your kids, your kids listen to me before they listen to y'all. Y'all That's know great. Like that. It takes true. a village for sure. I know with children, right? And then I might walk in the house and don't nobody be there but your husband. You yeah. know, people, people don't. I find that a privilege. That oh, it's hard to get into a woman's life. If you get into a woman's life, she trusts you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me to walk in your house and your husband like, oh, Michelle. What she ordered today? I mean, I I just seen you the other day. I mean, what what she ordered today? You know that that means something to me. So how can I mistreat or misuse that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and well, I, I think it it starts with that kind of authentic friendship, and you're just mm-hmm. so good at being a friend and making a friend, and that's that's how I need to go into every interaction. It doesn't matter, like you said, what color is like how can I help them? Like knowing the information I know today, 
How can I actually make their life a little bit better? And, and that's what you do. I mean, everyone I know who knows you, that's exactly what you do for them. You know what I learned? My grandma used to always tell me when you, when you leave this earth and you get to heaven, the God, God ain't going to ask you what somebody did to you. Mm-hmm. He's going to ask you, what did you do for them? That's a good word. Mm-hmm. It is. And I think that, you know, as we strive to build a community here mm-hmm. on the wealth that it, mm-hmm. where an authentic community where women feel like they can come and have these, have real conversations about mm-hmm. money, which is a yeah. very personal matter, yeah, as yes. you well know, but where Lauren and I see, saw, see a real need in the market to be able to bring people together so that just having those authentic conversations, mm-hmm. extending grace to one another to hear the good, the bad, the right. ugly. Right. And then also, just like you said earlier, to be encouraged by one another. Like right. what I see you doing gives me a goal of like, that's how I want to treat people. That I want to be able to come in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and I think Lauren said it best, you know, there's all these unwritten rules about what you do and don't do, especially like within a Southern community that oftentimes it stifles any growth of any real relationship because you don't go deep and it takes so long to build a relationship and especially if you're just meeting somebody in passing you may never get to know them no no. but with you you know you've come in and immediately treated me like family and then also you're just daggum insightful I'm just fine. I haven't laughed this hard in two months and I needed that. I really did. I've been like in the weeds of COVID and like, you know, stressed about school and all these things. I've really, I've, I've really become quite not fun. I think, you know, both of, <laughs> both of my kids have graduated high school, you know, by the grace of God. But this is, this is my thing for you on that with the kids in school. Um, we as mothers we have to take chances okay and and a lot of us are afraid of the unseen we're not afraid of what we can see but we're afraid of what we can't see um you know your child need an education you know you have 50 million things to do and you don't you you have that one-on-one time but you don't have hours to offer like a teacher does you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and a lot of that stuff in school we don't forget about like i i don't know if you know but i don't know if a b equals 9 10 36 <laughs> and where did y come from and why is x on top of z i don't i don't know all that because i didn't learn it i think we as parents should be able to at least allow whatever is happening in the universe or in the world to happen mm-hmm. and God I'm, I'm a firm believer in what God say when things go wrong for me I stand on my faith and the faith is the hardest thing to stand on because it's the unseen right mm-hmm. but he also told you if you have faith the size of a mustard seed so you got to have faith that when you send your child to school God's gonna take care of my baby Mm-hmm. If and and even if my child do catch COVID, he didn't give it to my child to take my child. Mm-hmm. These are things are, that that are just passing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything COVID is not a it's not a death sentence. Mm-hmm. 
I had it. You did? Yes, I did. I had it for seven days. Yeah. It's it's not a depth. Now I'm not gonna tell you it don't hurt, <laughs> but it's it's not a death sentence. So I think what what helped me was my faith. I was like, Lord, hey, you done brought me this far. You're not gonna leave me. Okay, I I, I can't. I, I don't feel good. I'm sweating. I can't breathe. Go. Okay, yeah, fine. But it's it's just we just gotta believe that everything is gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just gotta, it's a, it's a hard decision as a parent, but if I had to make it, it it's just enough unfamiliar children walking around mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know, they, they unaware, they, they can't comprehend. So I feel like this is just a way for the devil to stop our generation from flourishing to, to, you know what I'm saying? It's just a way. Any way that he can stop us, like any any fear that he hear, he's going to try to accomplish. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Well, here's my last question for you. That we're a community that talks about money, which it's so hard for women to talk about money. Do you have any money I, ideas? Or I got none. You need to borrow some. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? How do you think we should think about money? How do you think about money? I think I would like to be a little more financially stable. That was like that was like a hush hush in my house, you know. Oh, mine too. Of course, my daddy has a one credit, you know, like he'll squeeze a dollar to the eager hollow. Like you can give my daddy twelve thousand dollars fifteen years ago and ask him for it, he got eleven thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. And then he gonna account for that penny. But he never did take the time to to teach me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my mom, on the other hand, was like, hey, we got it, we're gonna spend it. You know, that that was their clash. I'm gonna pay the bills, I'm gonna pay them. I ain't gonna pay them on time. Ain't, <laughs> ain't nothing gonna get turned off and we're gonna be okay. So that that for years was always my way of thinking. So I don't I don't really have insights on financial stability. I just know when it needs to be paid, it gets paid. I can't, whatever anybody needs, I have to go get it. Mm-hmm. I just look at you guys sometimes. I'm like, well, well how, they, how they do it? Well, where is it coming from? You know? So I need you to help me on that. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't have, I have no idea. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because I think, Every it, many, many, many women, and it doesn't matter what kind of if you have 30 million in your bank account or three dollars. This is why we created the wealth edit, is because it's very difficult for women to talk about money, and that's cool. That that that's cultural just across our nation, it doesn't matter your so, socioeconomic status. And I even found myself doing that with my own daughter. I've told this story before, but my middle daughter said. Hey, mama, do we have a thousand dollars? We were just in the middle of Target. I was like, "What?" Well, I mean, yeah. She goes, "Well, how many?" I was like, oh, "That's none of your business." You know, I started money shaming her, and she's eight. And I said, "Okay, I sit here and I tell people that I talk about money all the time, and girls shouldn't be shamed about talking about money." And then I'm sitting here doing it with my child. You know, it's just it's hard to um, know the right path and, and what we should do there. So anyway, it is nice to hear that you go through that too, because I know I struggle 
with that too. I mean, just figuring out what to do with it, how to talk about it and how to pass those, those skills or teach those skills to the next generation. So anyway, well, thank you so much. I'll open it up. Sometimes we have a quiet bunch. Sometimes we have some questions. So you can put something in the, um, the chat box or you can take your line off mute if you have a question. I'll leave it open for a second or a comment, anything. We have some good comments, Michelle, at the bottom. While people are taking their line off mute, I'll read them too. They said, um, Ivy said, we must have a fresh tea in a Limoges teapot and teacups ready for a sit and chat. That's what she wants to do with you. And she'd be fun. I want to come too. And then Brayden <laughs> said, I need Michelle in my life. And then you have friends on here that are just saying that they miss seeing you. So does anybody have a question or a comment for Michelle? All right. Quiet bunch today, Michelle. I know. And usually when I come to your house, I'm holding no conversation because I'm like, I remember you when we was on that little thing and you ain't had nothing to say to me. <laughs> it looks like Kitty has a question, but I can't see the whole thing. Oh, wait, where is it? Kitty, what's your question? Oh, yes. What do we need to know about being a good shipped customer? How can we make our shoppers' lives easy there? That's a great question because I think most people right now are having groceries delivered. So how can we be a better customer? What do you like to see from us? What, what do we need to know? How can you be a better customer? Yeah, like, do, you know, are we, are some of us fussier? Tell us okay, so, Wait, hold, hold on. How, how do, do you want me to sugarcoat this? No! Or do you want me to get it straight for <laughs> Straight up. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's let's start with this. How you can be a better customer is organization. Organize yourself because we, it's not your fault. We're doing our job, but we are on a time limit. And as much as we would like to service just you that day, that is just not possible. Okay. When you wake up in the morning and you know you want to have things delivered at 10 o'clock, you have up until maybe nine o'clock to add on anything you need. Don't wait till we get to the store to send me a recipe card. <laughs> Did somebody send you a recipe card? Oh yeah, they do it all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, or when you see my name, you say, oh, it's Michelle, so she gonna get everything I need. So let me just ding her phone 15 times <laughs> because I'm just now looking in my refrigerator, okay? How you can be, respond. Don't let us text you. 15 times and then you don't respond to nothing we have to say and then say oh I was seeing about my baby and then I'm like oh I'm just at work you know it's, <laughs> you, I'm, I'm just saying now now when we when we trying to communicate with you we know things happen we know Nobody holds their phone in the hand. Nobody is sitting there with their phone clamped to their chest. We know you have things to do. So if you know you don't have time to respond, say, hey, it's up to you. We, we, are, we are very, you know what I'm saying? We're we, we, we flexible. Just feed us. Because most of y'all, I just feed y'all. I don't ask y'all no questions. Not for real. Do, yeah. do I ask y'all some questions? No, that's I, why I get so excited when it's you. I'd be like, but I have done that before. Hey, I'm in a conference. I'm on a conference call. I can't respond. You, you just you get do. whatever you need. Yeah, I've done that because we we are we we try to service everybody. I don't 
know about weed because we got some real, real ratchet shoppers now. Because chip is always hiring. It's a hiring process all the time. So when you don't see me, I try to ration it out. I'd be like, well, okay, I, I got to go see Lauren this week, okay? I seen Emily last week. I'm going to let somebody else take her. She'll be just fine until I come back. You guys, j just, just understand that we are doing the best we can for you. It's shortages in the store no matter what the news might tell you, okay? It's a food shortage no matter what the news might tell you. So some things we just can't get, but it's also something that we can get. So we just wanna, we just trying to make sure everybody is okay. And we just need a little more understanding, like a little more, like a little more leeway. Mm -hmm. Like she trying to do her job the best she can. Yeah, I'm having a bad day, but just look at it like, hey, I didn't have to go to the store, Michelle did. Isn't that the truth? I'm like, thank you. Thank you for getting anything so I don't have to go out there. That's the truth. Well, someone's asking, how can we up our odds in getting you as a shopper? Now, I will tell y'all, I moved zip codes and I was like, where's Michelle? Do we fall out? I know it's not Christmas and I don't have the gender cookies, but like, where is she? Well, it turns out she, I, because of where I moved, she's no longer my ship shopper and I would have maybe not moved. I didn't realize that was going to be the case. I should have checked <laughs> with you, honestly. I told you that. But this, this is this is how it goes. You can, okay. You cannot request me. Thank God, <laughs> because I would not, I would not get no rest if you requested me. Because I have a sense of urgency, so I want to be there for everybody. You cannot request me. But what you do to, in order to keep getting the same shopper, you rate them high, okay, and you treat them right because we have an option to come okay. to your house. Okay, so we know that you are busy. You, you, you may not be having a good day. We know this, but sometimes if you don't feel the love or you feel like somebody just not a, don't have a connection with you, you're not going to come back. You know what I'm saying? But with y'all, I don't care because I'd be like, I don't care what your attitude is today. Uh, Open the door. I'm, what you gonna do? Let, let's get this together, okay? But everybody don't feel like that because they don't have. I've been with y'all for five years, so of course I don't care nothing about your attitude. I don't care nothing about what you do. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just like, okay, I'm still gonna be who I'm gonna be to you because we we've been in it. We've been in the game for a minute. Mm -hmm. But you just have to. You may not get the you may not get the same shopper all the time. Ever since Bill Smith left us the lack of compassion has left shift. You know how things change when a corporation take over. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what we're going through on our side. It has been so many changes since Bill Smith sold us to Target mm -hmm. that now it's just, a, it's just a money game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So if you weren't already in it for something more than money, you don't that's that's where it just it just fall apart. You have people that coming in it just for money. See, we not in it for money because we know y'all. Yeah. I didn't I didn't ate at some y'all house. I didn't slept in I didn't slept in the guest room because I'm tired. Like so, to me, it's not just about money. It's about genuinely seeing about you guys. So just don't expect the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just don't expect it because it, it may not happen for you because somebody just trying to make a quick dollar. Right. All right, last question. 
tipping. Oh, shit. I can't real talk about it. Because I never know. Which one? No. Because sometimes yeah. if I get like $250, I don't want to get, I, I don't, I can't tip like at $45. Like the 20%. <laughs> Michelle, we're tight. We're tight. We're too hard. We're talking, we are. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I'm like, let's put the light on. Let's put the light on. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if I turned on my lights off, I can afford the dip more. Yeah. <laughs> Tipping. That's a sensitive subject, ain't it? What for us? Well, you see us squirming? Do you see ooh? What you see us over here? That's what we're doing. Why do you have people ask me that? Because and it's not necessarily you, but like somebody. If let's just say you're ordering groceries, somebody shows up that you've never seen before. They do a great job. They leave it on your porch. Yeah, five dollars. Five dollars. I just don't know. If I, don't care, talk about. I don't care what you get. I'm talking about what you let me tell you Get tipping. Everybody does not have money all the time. Everybody don't have money all the time. You probably that week you might have had enough money to just feed your family. That's fine. But the tipping wonder is always open. So, hey, if you don't get it that week, just make sure you catch it next week. But remember now, see, a lot of people fail to remember that we know when you tip us. <laughs> we don't care if it's today, tomorrow, next year. We know when you done did. So a lot of people hold that against you. But like I said, I'm in a different category. You guys take care of me abundantly. So if you can't tip that week, you think I can? You're such well, a friend. You really are. I mean, do you, do you think I can? I, I have, I have woken up and 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 this is the honest to God truth. I have woken up and my phone ding such and such thing gave you five hundred dollars and I ain't nowhere near work. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you tip. I'm not coming to your house because you going It's a chance you might tip. I coming to your house because I want to see what you doing. What is them children doing? Where your husband at? Why he ain't at home? I be asking questions like that. Why is this dog barking so much? What is for all our animals? Oh my gosh. Why is these fish in the kitchen? Why do we have two, three dogs? What, what is we doing? What <laughs> I be wanting to know what the, what the children doing upstairs. Why I ain't seen Camille? What's she at? What's she doing? <laughs> want to know stuff like that so tipping is a touchy subject but hey don't feel bad if you can't afford to do it we are in trying times okay and everybody going through it if you can't afford to do it just do it later or do it whenever you get a chance the one yeah. that always open that's good that's I, I, yeah all right michelle this has been my favorite call thus far Yay. and we, we, we hope you'll come back and do it again yeah, you have to come back and if um, when we want you to become a member of the Wealth Edit and look at our how stuff, do you how, how do you become a member? We're gonna give we're you gonna a membership. Take, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take care of you. I know you're gonna take care of me, but we want yeah, you to be on here and give us feedback I and participate. You, I want you to teach me how to be a millionaire. Anybody <laughs> got some insight? I need to learn that too. Emily, Emily's gonna teach you about that. She gonna teach me how to be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. She yeah. probably can't because she got diffusers in every room in her home. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's a life goal for me, too. I don't even have that, but I want to. That's because you chose to move across the mountain. Didn't nobody ask you to do that. You was I being know. fancy. 
I don't. I was. I don't know what's going on. Right. So come on back to this side. Okay. We're we having fun over here. That's right. <laughs> uh, your home is to, supposed to engage all five senses, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> all, all five right. senses. We've enjoyed it today, guys. Thank y'all so much for coming. All right. And Bye. We have everybody learned as much as I did. Okay. I love you guys. Bye. Hey, Bye. come. Bye. I want to see you. They're. They're. You're gonna. I need to come back. I'll be good. I mean, the how the housing market is like phenomenal. You can move on back. That's a, that's true. I need to think about that. Come on back. All right, I'm going to. Right. Right. It was nice meeting the people that that I didn't even see. If you're on here, nice meeting. <laughs> All right, bye, Michelle. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. We hope you enjoyed our podcast today. If you want to learn more about our website, please check us out at www.wealthedit.com. The Wealth Edit is an online membership-based community for women looking to confidently discuss and expand their knowledge of personal finance. Our community provides a space for women of all ages to gather, learn, and plan their financial journey through virtual courses, weekly guest speakers, and educational content.